Star Wars 7x7, episode 665. If you are looking for something to tide you over until Bloodline comes out on May 3rd next week, well, I've got a solution for you. Punch it, Chewie. This is Bobby Roberts, formerly of Full of Sith, and you are listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and yeah, Bloodline Fever <laughs> is coming to a fever pitch. I imagine it's only going to be building as the weekend then progresses. And basically what I'm seeing so far is people like posting snapshots of individual pages of the book as they're reading. And I did see a reference in the Star Wars podcasts and podcasters group to a, <laughs> I guess, a series of, of heated exchanges on Twitter around a particular word. And I have no idea what it was. I missed whatever exchange this was. So that's kind of unfortunate that this stuff is happening. And yeah, I can tell you this much, at least on my end. As far as I'm concerned, I got an advanced copy and I'm trying <laughs> to at least keep, you know, the details of the novel under wraps until the release date, May 3rd. I'm doing my best also to just not give you a full review of it at this point, other than to say that I'm very happy to have had the chance to read it in advance. It was a very wonderful and fortunate thing. But what I can tell you for sure is that if you are looking for a taste of what is to come, then you got to check out Star Wars Insider. Now, if you're not a subscriber to Star Wars Insider, you can pick it up on newsstands, and I believe it should be out this week by now. I've had my copy in the mail for uh, a week or two now, maybe or so. And inside the current issue, which is issue 165, here I am flipping the magazine just to figure it out. Yes, issue 165, among other awesome things, including 50 Things to Notice in The Force Awakens, they have exclusive fiction, and this has been going on for a while now, that there's been exclusive new canon fiction published in every issue of Star Wars Insider. I'll have to go back and look at what issue number that began with. Uh, I believe it was uh, ones that had the Blade Squadron stories about the uh, the B-Wing Squadron. But anyway, specific to our talk about Bloodline is the story in issue 165. It's called Scorched, and it's written by Delia Dawson, who is also the person who wrote the Perfect Weapon, which was a novella about Bazin Natal, and that was published as part of the Journey to the Force Awakens stuff. I personally have not read that one yet. I'm looking forward to getting around to that. So, <laughs> Delia, if you're listening, don't take it personally <laughs> or anything like that. I'm very excited to check it out. But I did read Scorched, and I enjoyed it. And I guess we are straying into spoiler territory here in that I'm going to tell you stuff about Scorched, and I will not be telling you about stuff about Bloodline unless it's already been publicly and authorizedly, is authorizedly a word, <laughs> vetted that it's acceptable to be talking about. And let's start with the fact that it focuses on Greer Sonnel, who is one of the new characters that appears in Bloodline, and Greer was mentioned by Jen Weddle in her article on StarWars.com earlier this week as being one of the exciting new characters that shows up in the novel Star Wars Bloodline. Now, Jen Weddle says that Greer is a personal assistant to Leia in her article on StarWars.com, 
And in Scorched, you get to see where she came from. You get an important piece of her backstory here. She is racing in an event called the Gauntlet, a mysterious and dangerous race, as it's described, sponsored by Han Solo himself. And everyone knew it was the chum pit from which elite young pilots were chosen to add to teams for the Five Sabres. And the Five Sabres is a race that is described in the story as a race with the biggest purse and the most renown. And that is as much as we can say about the Five Sabres for now. But in the meantime, we know that Greer is from the planet of Pamarth, P-A-M-A-R-T-H-E, and she is there along with some other pilots from Pamarth. And this gauntlet race, which changes from run to run, this time around includes flying through a number of eyes, which did definitely remind me of one of the extended action scenes in Claudia Gray's novel Lost Stars when Thane and Sienna are at the Imperial Academy training, and that's one of the things that they have to do is fly. And there is a maneuver executed in that novel Lost Stars that is very similar to a maneuver executed in the story Scorched as well. And meanwhile, also participating in the gauntlet race is a character named Carstead, who (laughs) Greer describes as her ruthless, narcissistic, cheating ex. Well, (laughs) that does not put too fine a point on things, does it? (laughs) And yeah, that creates some uh, good back and forth in the short story as well. And I'm pleased to say that Han Solo himself makes an appearance in the story too. And, you know, they try to keep him hidden, but, <laughs> you know, it's it's really kind of impossible to hide him. And I'm sure they weren't trying very hard. I'm sure Delia was not. And besides, you know, you mentioned Han Solo in the very beginning of the story, just that the whole race is sponsored by Han Solo himself. Anybody reading a story and seeing that is going to have their antenna up to try and find where Han Solo is going to pop out in the story. It's, there's just no avoiding it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty easy to find. But it's worth checking out as a story, and it's going to give you insight into Greer's character in Bloodline as well. In fact, there was something revealed about Greer in Bloodline that was sort of hinted at in Scorched. And I read Bloodline before I read Scorched, so I had the surprise maintained for me. But if I had read Scorched first, then I would have probably caught the hint and been looking for it in Bloodline when it eventually showed up. All right, so check it out. You've got your marching orders. Issue 165 of Star Wars Insider on newsstands now, already in your homes if you're a subscriber. And if it's sitting on your desk with the plastic still on it, well, good grief. Tear that plastic off and read the story, will ya? Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, let's do some trivia here, shall we? I'm immune to the light. Last time we asked you what Finn's last line is in The Force Awakens, and that's, come get it, which is, of course, him taunting Kylo Ren before their lightsaber duel. Today's question, what is Poe Dameron's last line in The Force Awakens? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you become a spy for the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast... 
Become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash SW7X7. It's not a night at the space opera, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.